I'm not even from this world. Like, what? Okay. Cool. That's the Clearly, time destiny, I man. prep for the wrong show, so. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Um, Meg, just kind of, um, can you just do like a quick intro so that I can use it at the beginning of the show? So just kind of introducing Jesse and um, so that I, I have something to start off and people aren't just like, what what's going on here? So yeah, just kind of. Welcome everybody right, back to the show, and then oh, oh, sit. Okay, okay. Well, welcome everybody back to the show, and then introduce Jesse. As, Are you as doing it guest. or am I doing no, it? No, you're doing it. You're doing it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Um, uh, dude, you threw me off. Now I had it in my head. Head in my head. Okay, I don't know. We'll just roll with. Um, welcome to another episode of the Eargasm Podcast. What episode number are we on? I don't. Ah, uh, dude, I don't know. It doesn't matter. Fuck. Okay. Hi, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of the Eargasm Podcast. 95, your- episode 95. 95. Oh. Hi, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of the Eargasm. Wait, can we say ladies and gentlemen? Or should we like keep it? Ooh. Well, but that's, that's very binary. What about all the other people? <laughs> I know. Elliot Page won't listen to our fucking podcast now. <laughs> Fuck. Say, what's up, guys? <laughs> what's up, binaries and non-binaries? Welcome to another episode of the... Eargasm Podcast, episode 95. We are here with Rod and myself. And, oh, wait, I should have done that. We're here with Rod and Miguel and a special guest, Jesse. Wait, we're not saying last names, are we? And we're here with our special guest, Jesse. Jesse, Jesse. Okay, so, like, we'll say it's nice to return back to the podcast. So we're kind of, like, doing this out of order, okay? So, but it is nice to return to the podcast with, with you, Rod. Like, I'm glad we got some time to sit down. I know there's been some people asking for us to, like, you know, continue our show or whatever it is. People just, like, hearing our nonsense for whatever reason. And um, that's cool. Like, I'm glad I'm glad you found some time out of your busy schedule. Well, you're welcome. I, you know, I'm always here for you, bro. Okay. No, you're not. That's a lie. <laughs> um, and then um now uh we, this is the first time we have a guest on the podcast oh shit that's jesse. right i mean this is kind of like a big deal dude like you're kind of just like oh wow you know making no big deal out of it but yeah this is the very first time we've had a, a guest on the show appreciate that yeah there you go jesse so you should feel uh very uh i don't know special and uh yeah say hi to the people at home sup- introduce sup- yourself superior hey everyone uh yeah that's what i was gonna say superior superior jesse here uh thanks for having me uh being the first guest i appreciate that so jesse and i used to have or used to do the podcast empty rent remember that podcast yeah back in the day that was fun yeah until it wasn't (laughs) until i don't know life got busy dude i just remember how i used to pod so hard back then man like that was like that was like my fucking life. I was like, dude, we're podcasting on this day. Here's the fucking agenda. Everybody fucking line up and here we go. Remember? And maybe you, you can speak to that too, Rod. Like, you remember how hard you'd go on, uh, on uh, the Listening Party show. podcast? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember? I do. I do remember, dude. Yeah. And then you just like, you just, it just goes away for a little bit, right? Like, it just seems like, I don't know. Yeah. Just, mm-hmm. What is it? I don't know what it is. It's like a craft that like you're trying to master, but there's no reason to master it. I don't know. It's it's a very uh, egotistical journey into the unknown where you're just like, I want people to hear what I have to say and I'm going to record it and I'm going to put it on the internet and everyone's going to hear it and love it. And then you come to find out that people don't hear it and they don't love it and you just kind of get over it. But then there's still that little itch inside you that's like, well, but I still want to pretend like I'm on the radio. And then so you just keep doing it, but less seriously. Yeah. So, yeah. 
What I love the most about when we're doing the empty rant, at least, um, I like the conversations. And, and Jesse's right, like at least at, at the initial beginning and even like to the mid part of like what I call empty rant era, whatever. Like the conversations that were having like, that, <laughs> that pool of individuals. Yeah. Um, it was cool. You know what I mean? And then I guess life just gets busy and stuff like that. But I mean, here we are now. I mean, we're able to like kind of jump on, still talk about it, what it is, whatever it might be, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, um, I definitely enjoyed the empty rant days, and I mean, I appreciate kind of all the everything that you shared with me, and then you eventually kind of gave me like the tips and you know stuff like that to kind of start producing my own show. And yeah, I mean, I agree with you; like, it just really became consuming, and so um, you know, I kind of obviously you know moved on too. And it's been a it's been a very long time since I've been on a podcast. Yeah, man, I mean, that's exactly it. It becomes consuming and just like exhausting. I think that's what it is. And it's just like one day you just, or one week, you just like, yeah, I'm not gonna do that this week. It goes. Yeah. But then that's when I, I honestly, when Empty Rent stopped is kind of when I started putting all my attention to Sofa Couch. And so like, that's been, that's, I guess that was like my creative outlet then. And so it kind of like sucked away from, oh yeah, we're not gonna do this anymore. But whatever it might be, man. Here oh, we yeah, are. You're welcome. Thank you, Superior. Superior Grandmaster Jesse. <laughs> Superior Grandmaster Grand Wizard. Jesse. Oh, Grand Wizard. Oh. Good. Talk about a good segue, dude. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of The Rod and Big Show. It's a motherfucking eargasm. Gonna make you squirt. Gonna make you feel real good. So come on, enjoy the show. Jesse, maybe you want to talk more about or yeah, explain the project with renaming uh, Robert E. Lee Middle School. Sure, yeah, um, I appreciate the opportunity to kind of share this with you. Um, and coincidentally, I mean, we're just days away from learning what the new middle school, formerly named as you know Robert Lee, is going to be converted to. So uh, back in June, um, I I guess was just kind of feeling a little overwhelmed i think you know just like everybody else was and uh with kind of this rise of you know and the spotlight i guess being put on a lot of the racial disparities um especially within you know law enforcement and the way they treat minorities uh you know this was obviously right around the time of the george floyd murder murder and then you know i think just very shy away from brianna taylor's murder and so i i think there was just kind of like a a realization or just kind of a something that kind of swept over me and just kind of kind of put it into my head. This was also paired with during the summer in June with the kind of realization of my, my oldest daughter, my firstborn going to middle school for the first time. So, I mean, you've got a bunch of variables and things to kind of take into consideration. We're in the middle of a fucking pandemic. You know, my daughter left elementary school without ever having to say bye to her teachers or being able to say goodbye to her friends on her way to middle school where there's, you know, literally riots in the street, uh, you know, with people screaming Black Lives Matter. And so uh, both of those things were, were really kind of weighing on me. So my daughter was going to middle school, a middle school named after a Confederate general, I mean, clearly a racist, you know, and I mean, so I just kind of, I had this thought and I guess like this epiphany. And so on June 4th, I just was kind of scrolling through mindlessly on facebook like most people do and 
it was just flooded with just, you know, this and that. And, and so I just kind of put it out there and, and I, I literally said verbatim, I, I have to say, I'm, I'm not stoked about my oldest daughter going to a middle school next year called Robert E. Lee Middle School. And I mean, here we are in December now. And um, my response to that was creating a petition. And so, I mean, here we are a couple months later where I was able to successfully convince our local school board to do that. What What is it about, um, I mean, that, that like uh, got you flared up about Robert Lee? I mean, what did you know about him at that time? I'm sure since then you've done more research, but I mean, going like try to think back to like that initial thought. And that's what I've always thought about that. Like, what was it that you had already known about Robert Lee that was like making you kind of like resentful of your daughter going there? Sure, sure. Yeah. And, and you are absolutely right there. My my understanding and kind of, um, I guess, appreciation for him has definitely grown over time because of the uh, you know opportunities I've been afforded working with, you know, the history department at ASU and a lot of others who have contributed to kind of my understanding and knowledge of the, of the man, Robert Lee. But at the time, it was it was very limited. I, my, my only understanding was, you know, he was a Confederate general. And obviously someone at some point held this man in a place of honor, so much so that they thought naming a, a, a building, not just a building, but an educational building intended for kids, you know, growing minds, you know, especially in middle school where everything is just kind of really taking shape and, you know, knowing that, that that's what it was and who this you know person was and what he stood for. So I guess just the kind of comparison was just like, why are we, why are we still kind of idolizing and praising these people and, and literally putting them on a pedestal and then, you know, sending my kid there with, with that, you know, it was, it was the realization of like, oh shit, you know, I'm going to have to buy a yearbook that says this guy's name on it. Um, my daughter's going to be in band. She's going to be called a rebel. Like these, these are all just these things that was going through my head. And again, my, my understanding of him you know, was not very vast, but I, I knew the basics. He he fought the Confederate War. He fought, you know, to preserve slavery. He was he was a clearly a racist. And so that was enough for me to just kind of put that thought out into the world. And of course, again, that's what kind of manifested into what it is now. You don't you don't think like like maybe it was just like like you say, like scrolling through Facebook mindlessly and you think about like, you know, maybe like what 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 you had going on in life and like, you know, no fulfillment. Do you think that this has served as that fulfillment and gave you something to do because you live in San Angelo? Um, I mean, possibly. There's there's not many people really doing anything here in this kind of small conservative town. So I've definitely ruffled a lot of feathers and pissed off a lot of, you know, oh, yeah. people here. You so, definitely I did. Mean, yeah. <laughs> so, it I mean, you don't have to worry about you know, omitting my last name. I mean, it's, it's pretty much, it's pretty well out there now, especially in San Angelo. So I, I honestly don't think so. I mean, I, I, I was fairly busy. I mean, I was, you know, I'm a, I'm a full-time dad, I, you know, I'm a salary paid employee. I'm constantly busy. I was just in a, um, a, a new relationship that's, you know, just about a year old now. So um, I had a lot going for me. So this was actually the most inconvenient time for me to start a massive project like this because it's it's been again just really consuming and overwhelming so i was actually pretty okay with not dealing with this but this is what kind of the, i i put on myself so 
So what is it about it that like kept you pushing? Because I mean, I know I've gotten like, I don't know what you call it. Like, um, like you get the, you get the itch to like want to do something and you're just like, Oh yeah, I'm going to go all in. Like, like, you know, my podcast or whatever it might be. <laughs> and then like, you know, you, you go at it really hard and stuff like that. And then at, at some point I lost like the drive for it. But like, what was it about this that kept the, pushing you? Because I, I mean, I, I obviously witnessed like a lot of slack that you were getting from it. You know what I mean? Um, and, and you say like, yeah, definitely like, like I think, and, and the only reason I asked that previous question is because I saw that people were giving you shit about that too. Like, does this guy have nothing else to do? Like what? <laughs> he must be bored or something like that, you know, yeah. but what, what kept you going? Because it, I mean, it was a lot of effort that you were putting into not only going to all these like, uh, meetings, you know, with the school board and stuff like that, but then running, the, running the Facebook group and making, you know, organizing, you know, your anti-Trump rallies or whatever it was. You know all that stuff that went into. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what 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 kept pushing you to, to go on? Was it was it ultimately like motivation from like, oh, I actually want to make a change? Was it that you were ruffling feathers that that was like, oh, oh, this is this is kind of fun. I like ruffling these feathers. Or did it ultimately stay aligned with like the fact that you want your daughter to go to a school that's named something differently? Sure. I mean, it's honestly kind of an amalgamation or combination of almost everything that you said. So. Um, like social activism is not anything really new to me. Um, I was a vegan for about 10 years. So I was, you know, doing animal rights protests and organizations and kind of uh, pamphleting and leafleting and stuff like that before. So um, this was, yeah, it was just kind of my current kind of, uh, you know, passion that was kind of just, again, built, you know, uh, with, with what was currently going on in the world and just kind of, um, uh, I guess motivated me. And and to answer your question, yeah, my my kids, specifically my oldest daughter, again attending this school was my driving kind of motivation. Not to mention the the huge kind of um, support that I got very initially, initially, which was actually surprising. That kind of was an, an additional kind of added motivation. Like, oh, okay, well, I can't just be, I can't just start the petition and then just expect somebody else to carry the torch because. Um, you, you may not be familiar with the other side of this, but that's essentially what happened. The counter petitioners and the counter protesters, that's all they were doing is they would start a petition and then they would not show up to the meetings or they would go start a protest and then not show up to the meeting. So they were half-assing this. And the only reason why I got this done was because I have been to every single school board meeting twice a month since June. I mean, I was constantly, you know, you know, in contact with the NAACP and the history department. And like you said, managing that and moderating that Facebook almost independently was, you know, it was, it was exhausting. I mean, so at, at, at one point, at, at some point, it just became something that just had to be completionist. So as a very analytical person and a completionist, like that was just like, okay, well, I started this, like I have to follow through with it. That's crazy. Rod, over there in California, do y'all have many schools named Robert Lee? I don't know if you do or don't. Not that I'm aware of, no. Mm -mm. I don't know if you ran into that. Mm -mm. No. I guess that's like, a, I mean, you think that's like a Texas thing? Well, it's a like, southern thing, I guess, no? Because it's I mean, like it's a everybody. southern thing, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to Google that thing. And that's the thing that I guess, and, and I mean, it, it's not like an original thought or anything, but that's the thing that always confuses people where it's like, why do all these people who really like, 
wrap themselves in the American flag, like celebrate these people who were actually like treasonous back in the Civil War times. And it's, yeah, it just doesn't make any oh, sense. Right. It's like a rewriting history kind of, sort of. It's so backwards. And I mean, this is, I mean, it's, 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 I mean, it's, it's been a long process. I mean, the, the whole attempt to, um, kind of revision or it's i mean it's, it's literally revisionism like they're mm -hmm. revisioning you know what the turnout and what the outcome of the you know the confederate war was and so i mean it's it's all been whitewashed and so it's yeah it is literally crazy that you know we have people arguing with me saying like oh no he was he was an american he's a you know he's he should be celebrated i'm just like you know he's a traitor like he he betrayed the United States, who you are, whom you are so in love with and uh -huh. have so much pride for. Like it, it's so backwards to me. Just a good old boy. Did you get like the news and all that involved, like local news? Yeah, dude, this dude went hard, bro. Oh, for real? Yeah, man. Yeah. He was on CNN. No, so get out of here. I, no, we didn't make it that far. But I mean, um, Local news, definitely. Um, a couple of neighboring towns uh, as well picked up on this. And I've actually developed some pretty good relationships with, you know, local newscasters and stuff um, who all secretly supported my petition. And so they have been, you know, pretty big fans of what I've been doing. And so they've covered it. Um, the, they've covered this story really, really well compared to other kind of local organizations, like news organizations that are really biased and stuff like that. So um, it was in all the newspapers and all the um, the local news um, channels. And so that's why, obviously, the attention and the spotlight on me was, was you know, very heavy. And then we have a very, very shitty local news organization in town referred to as San Angelo Live. And so it's Damn, a very... Damn, name drop it over here. <laughs> it's a very conservative, like, pro-Trump, um, like, super right-wing um, local news organization, but it's, it's, it's method of delivery is strictly, or I think up until recently has been strictly Facebook. So people are obviously, nobody has cable anymore. So nobody's tuning into, you know, nightly news, nobody buys newspapers anymore. So that's why this news outlet is so popular because it's, it's specifically targeted just for social media. Mm. And it is just, full of the most like despicable people like they're all you know it's just trash media that's honestly what it is it, it's it's just quick reporting i mean there's instances of them uh reporting deaths before you know next of kin have been identified completely just like oh, wow. outrageous stuff so they they really got involved with this and were constantly trying to reach out to me for comment and I just wanted nothing to do with them. So, of course, that, that, you know, obviously they were upset with that. So everything that they wrote about it was not kind. And so because that's the primary kind of, you know, news outlet or source of news in town, that is why it just spreads so fast here in, in, in the local town that I'm in. So that's why Texas didn't move all the way, all the way blue, bro. It's because your friends over there, man. And then, um, did you at any point feel like kind of, I don't know, um, like worried for your safety or your family's safety? I was wondering that too. Yeah, that's a good question. Cause I was actually wondering that. 
Excellent question. So as we speak, I've got restraining orders in oh, the process. Shit. I'm working with the local um, county attorneys uh, and uh, in an effort to obtain a couple of what's called peace bonds. And the district attorney is also exploring some um, defamation suits against me. I was what? because of this, I was um, tried to be associated. I was attempted to be associated, affiliated with a murder that happened in town. What uh, the fuck? Dude. Yeah. So um I've got people that have been, you know, coming to my house. I had to invest in a a, a nest, a little doorbell ringer with a camera uh, yeah, yeah. because people were doing that. I had my employer contacted and I had, was tried to, you know, they tried to get me fired. So, yeah, the whole nine. Oh, Shit, dude. Yeah, that would I don't know. And that's part of like what I was saying that drive like I think it transitions from like being like a school to like people trying to stop you and knowing the individual that you are when someone tries to stop you from doing something, it seems like you're just going to be even more persistent in doing it. Absolutely. So. Yeah. I mean, it was just, <laughs> I, I, eventually it just became like a big fuck you to everybody that, you know, said, don't do that. Or why are you doing this? Or like you said, like you've got nothing better to do. And, and that's, what it eventually turned into. And so, and so now, yeah, like I said, months later, I get to, you know, I, I, this is how petty I was. I literally saved comments on Facebook of people <laughs> telling me like, that'll never happen or, you know, this, you know, this or that. And so I've been over the past few weeks since SAISD announced that they were going to change it. I've been going back and saying, told you so, like nice. reaching out to these people. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's just so satisfying. It's so satisfying being able to go back and be like, don't it's a superiority complex. Let me ask you something more importantly. Uh, were there any other like uh, media agencies that assisted you? Oh, in, um, Jesus Christ. <laughs> pushing, Not in, that uh, I can think of. It's all for me. Your, I mean, oh, okay. That sounds about right. Yeah. All right. Hey, I think we're no. done with this. Wait, wait, wait. wait. I, I was so just. <laughs> Just to put it in perspective no. for some of the folks that might not be familiar with San Angelo. So is this pretty much like what people envision when they think like, oh, it's a little small town kind of thing? Yes. yes. I mean, I would think, like, what's I would, the population? It's fairly small. Um, San Angelo, Texas, uh, population is about like 100,000. Um, yeah. It's, I mean, it's not big, but it's also not small. I mean, it's got some kind of, it's got some kind of, you know, big town or kind of more popular kind of um you know, I don't know. It, it's it's a, a little mixture of everything. But it, I mean, honestly, San Angelo, if you Googled San Angelo, it's known for for some reason, it's like it's sheep herding, like the it's sheep capital it's of the sheep world, capital of the world. Yeah, that's what it is. But it's not just a big farm town, to, you know, regardless of its kind of notoriety associated with sheep. But <laughs> like but there's how, sheep everywhere, brother, sheep statues like at every business. How many yeah. high schools are in the in the in the in the city? Oh, two, two. There's actually two, two. public. Yeah. Public high schools. It's a couple of private schools, um, which the, the private schools and kind of the charter schools are actually making up for a, a pretty large, significant you know portion of the or population of the, the schools in town. And um my my girlfriend, she teaches at a, a private school and she was also one of the big motivators. She's actually the one that like was like, you should do this. And she's um, she's been by my side this entire time. So when I put that comment out in June, 
um, a mutual friend of ours, Miguel Andrew, he was, he was like, well, what are you going to do? Are you going to transfer your kids? And that's, that's a lot of what the types of responses that I got. And so that to me was just like, why the fuck should I have to transfer my kid? Because, you know, that and so i was like oh so you mean segregate my kid from <laughs> one school to another school because of that and so my girlfriend camille was like you know no and that's that's not how we're going to handle this and i was like i'm i'm not going to do that but i might start a petition and she was like absolutely let's do this so she's been also a huge motivator and and she's been to every meeting with me as well and so she's been pretty pivotal and, and helpful with this also An equally important question would be um, in the in the coming years when the inevitable film gets made about this, uh, who would you like to play you? <laughs> oh, who would like to play me? There it is. There it is. This will okay. this, this really outline the superiority. <laughs> Tom Cruise. So, so i've i've been compared to just i guess and on looks alone i've been compared to a couple of people one obviously passed away so that's not going to happen but everybody says i looked like chester bennington yes from lincoln park rest in peace famous uh illegitimate son of uh george soros oh yeah (laughs) and then i've also had some weird comparisons to um Oh, crap. What's his name? Um, Let's see here. Waiting for you to give me a name so I can type it in. I'm not going to know who the fuck it is. No, no, no. no. Um, Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum? But he's, like, ancient. So, here's what I would like. I would like to see Oscar Isaac play. Oh, Jesus that would be. Christ. I don't know about Suck that. Suck my dick, Jesse. Suck my That would be binary ice, dick. That would be icing on the cake. <laughs> I thought he's gonna play a solid snake here pretty soon in the in the Metal Gear yeah, Solid movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. Solid snake. What? It's all right, man. Don't worry. So Oscar Isaac. Yeah. yeah, yeah okay. No, Oscar Isaac. Dude, what the fuck? That's not what I was expecting. And he's a really good actor, so you know that's like it, it would probably win him an Oscar or something. Dude, Oscar Isaac is definitely one of my favorite actors. I will say that, but I think I don't know. I'm gonna play this guy. I haven't really I'll seen talk. too many of his movies. I'll talk to him and see what he says. Yeah. Oh, okay. Your <laughs> <laughs> media agency is going to reach out to him. We're like, yo, got this guy. He says, you resemble him. I know it's talking out of his ass, but... I didn't think he resembled me. I said I just want him to play me. Just, oh. Miguel's just going to go up to him and be like, uh, Oscar, do you need any uh, micro content for your Instagram? <laughs> <laughs> Sir, could you use a heavy dose of microcontent? Anyways, <laughs> so where does it stand now, man? I mean, like, what, what's the, you know, I, I'm, I'm interested to see when this episode goes out because we have a lot of, I wouldn't say a lot, I don't know. That's a superiority complex within myself <laughs> thinking like there's, you know, a ton of listeners in here. But we do have a lot of individuals that are, are further up north that are basically literally on the other side of the United States that, that will listen to this. And I'm, I'm curious on their, like, like perspective and interpretation of like the renaming of Robert E. Lee Middle School, like if it even like fucking matters to them because they're just like, eh, doesn't really fucking matter, or like, you know what I mean? Because like this is this is something that you've been. Uh, I mean, when did this start? In April? June. June. 
Yeah, so June, like, I mean, yes, June through, okay, from June through November, like, this has just been, like, something that you've been, like, repeatedly, like, like, this is, like, fuck, dude, it's basically, like, a full-time job, or another full-time job that you've added on, you know what oh, I mean? yeah, it definitely has, yeah, it definitely has, so, um, it's December 12th, I mean, sorry, December 10th that we're recording this, December 14th, so Monday is the final board meeting for the month of December, and so, the school board is expected to announce their, um, their decision and their name. And I'm fairly confident uh, based on, you know, these kind of newly found relationships I have with the school board members that they're going to go with, um, they're, they're gonna choose to rename this school, but not after a person. And they're likely gonna go with the name of our kind of area and go towards Concho Valley Middle School. Um, and I, th I think it's, it's okay, it's a safe kind of alternative to um, choosing a person's name right now there's there's two names that are being heavily considered or at least pushed but i think this uh, the school board is going to try and avoid this from happening again and going the safe route so by monday uh december 14th we should have a name i like okay. that i like that and all so this will be my last question for me but so the current mascot is the rebels are you guys also switching up the mascot and if so like do you know what the contenders are do you have any opinion on what it should be that's important that's a good point yeah so the the school board um our school board has been really meticulous and um about this whole process and so i don't know how closely you followed other areas uh, obviously in california you might not um, hear or see it a lot but there's other kind of like neighboring towns and counties that are going through this the same thing and they're actually being um kind of pressed with lawsuits because they didn't actually go through you know like due process and you know gauge kind of community input and so unlike those other counties san angelo has actually been really really involved uh, making a lot of opportunities available for the community to come in and speak and um so what they've done is they ha they are only going to hold themselves responsible for renaming the school, but they're going to give the student body at the middle school the opportunity to come up with a mascot, which I think is awesome because oh, again, my my kid now goes there, so now she she too gets to play a part in you know uh, the process that I started you know back in June. So I think the final question of all this is: Do you finally have life fulfillment? Well, no. I'm sure something else will piss me off, and I'll. I'll <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good stuff. Jesse, if if uh, if people want to, I don't know, just kind of follow your journey or something, or, or kind of get an yeah, update. Yeah, yeah. Contact like if they want to support you and shit like that, or like add to your group or whatever. Like, yeah, drop all that shit. Yeah, sure. So um, the I mean, if we're avoiding last names, then you can't find me on Facebook, but <laughs> you can locate um, our kind of social kind of activism group that we created in response to this and in, in an effort to kind of, you know, coordinate. Um, that's the San Angelo Equity Alliance. Um, we took a little bit of inspiration from the school board's um, kind of, um, uh, I guess, plan to you know establish uh, the possibility of renaming the school which was called the en engaging equity process so um kind of in a, a strategic effort we we started this organization called the san angelo equity alliance so 
Um, it's not, you know, obviously a, a nationwide thing. And, you know, it's it's specific to our town and, you know, efforts to kind of make San Angelo a little bit more inclusive, um, diverse and equitable. So uh, you could definitely find us on the uh, Facebook group. Uh, there's a private group and then there's a public page, but that's a San Angelo Equity Alliance. Perfect, man. And Miguel, uh, you, you did go out to San Angelo a while back to kind of document some of what was going on, right? Did, did you ever put that up anywhere? Like, can people see that anywhere? Or, or what was that? It, it, yeah, Jesse posted all that stuff on that wall there. Oh, it's so, on there. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah those videos yeah, are did, posted up there. Right? He did some really great content, a lot of good interviews um, and shots of the school. So if you would like to see the school, um, yeah, definitely go to that San Angelo Equity Alliance Facebook page and you can see the, the content that uh, Miguel and Sofa Couch Media put together. And um, I'm hoping, you know, next time he's in town, uh, uh, we can kind of do some, we can revisit some of these topics because um, they've already taken the names off of the school. Everything has been scrapped. Nothing on that school says Robert Lee anymore. They God, dude, that'd be dope weekend. to reshoot it with the drone and just show like these fade out shots. Because, yeah, so, like, when I shot it first, I had all, you know, it was Robert Lee all out. So Yeah, so they've sandblasted everything. The name is completely gone. They did that over Thanksgiving break while the kids were away from school. So um, again, in just a couple of days, we should know the new name. And so, uh, yeah, we'd love to have Miguel and Soap Couch Media come back and take some more shots of what it's soon to be. We should maybe do this episode first, and then drop the the gay talk one. The gay talk. I feel like it's gonna it's gonna undo all the good that that the San Angelo episode did. Okay. No, you're right. You know what? Um, no, it won't, because Jesse was good on on both episodes. Like we were the ones that were dumb on the on the <laughs> on the other one. <laughs> I wouldn't say that. I wasn't dumb. I, I actually had questions. No, that's well, true. That's true. Just the I way mean, you phrase them, it's kind of weird. I didn't. I had questions, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand. You call Elliot her about twenty times. <laughs> so, yeah. Keep calling her Gina. Unless Rod's gonna heavily edit that episode. <laughs> no, no, I'm not editing. You're, 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 you're not gonna look good on that one. Yeah. Oh, that's fine. Miguel doesn't care. care. He's a rebel. Someday the Get more at orgasmpod.com.